Hello and welcome to episode 6 of The Lonely Reviewer Show. I'm Bache. And I'm Justin. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss the second installment in the rebooted Star Trek franchise, Star Trek Into Darkness, before moving into a conversation about J.J. Abrams. Um, and then wrapping things up with what we're watching. First, a beer. Cool. So, hey, first, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you. I, uh, I brought us, so when we first started doing this and we talked about what beers you liked, uh, I had already brought over a bunch of IPAs, which you weren't particularly fond of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this one is from Omegang. It's uh, the Hennepin. They, they're a brewery out of New York. They do a lot of Belgian styles. So I figured that's uh, okay, one of the ones yeah. you like. Yeah. So let's give it a Give try. it a go. It's their farmhouse Saison. It's a, this is actually the first time I've tried it. So oh. let you know. What do you think? Yeah, it tastes. I'm getting a little Ho Garden feel, but a little richer. Like there's more flavor in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's light. It's easy to drink. Very summery. Yep. You know, seven percent. So. Oh, nice. Nice. We'll be feeling good by the end. Exactly. Of no, it's really. What was the name again? The brewery is called Omegang. Omegang. Where yep. are they? Where are they out of? Uh, New York. Oh, New York. You did yeah, say that. Down. Yep. I was too busy drinking. <laughs> Already loose. <laughs> cool. No, it's really good. How's your summer going? Um, it's good. You yeah. know, it started off uh, real well with uh, you know summer movies. I missed our. I didn't get to check out Iron Man three. Um, I did. Yet. Yeah, I got to see it. So, and, and did you like it? I liked it a lot. I'm yeah. hearing good. Th- and Shane Black, I I really like him. I right. totally forgot that he directed that. So, I mean, I'm I'm definitely want to see it. But with everything coming out. No, yeah, it's it's so hard. Absolutely, you have a, you literally have a week, or else then you got this backlog suddenly. Yep. So I might have to wait. But no, it was it was incredibly good. I I know it's kind of divisive, and I won't go into why for spoiler reasons. But yeah. um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it felt like a Shane Black movie. And I, there was a lot of it that reminded me of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and yeah, yeah, Weapon. Yeah. So it was a uh, I thought it was definitely a worth a uh, good way to kick off the season. Yeah, and he's. What, he's directing something else that I was actually surprised by. Oh, really? Like coming up in the net. He just signed on to something. Oh, and, interesting. Um, no, maybe not. Maybe I made that up. Cool. <laughs> uh, Doc said, no, never mind. I made it up. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Get on it, Shane. <laughs> but before we dive into what we, I really want to talk about, um, I'm just peeking a little bit lower than that. Um, I've got a uh, Redbox rental. To give away, and the way that you enter, you can email us at Redbox at Lonely Reviewer, or was it Red Redbox Giveaway? It doesn't matter. Either one, I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a catch-all that you could write to like Butthead at LonelyReviewer.com, and I'll get it. Uh, but please don't. Um, Actually, I would. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if you do, you might win two exactly. Redbox rentals. Um, no. So the trivia question is: uh, This Sound of Music cast member played a Klingon in what Star Trek film? So email redboxgiveaway at lonelyreviewer.com and you'll win. You need to know the name of the actor. Oh, yes. I left that out. <laughs> the actor and which film. Cool. Yeah. So. Which Star Trek film. Which Star Trek film. Yeah. Not Sound of Music. <laughs> but 7% people. 7%. <laughs> if you haven't guessed by the, uh, the title of this podcast, and I'm just peeking all over the place. I'm watching myself go because I keep getting excited. Um, we're going to be talking about Star Trek. Yes, we are. So I saw Star Trek Into Darkness this weekend in IMAX. Um, and if you read my review, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, I like Just like the 2009 Star Trek, I felt like this one, 
you know, it, it's not really a Star Trek film in the traditional sense, and neither of them are, but I I do feel like what it excels at, it, it, it does get the characters down. Like, I felt like all the, like, Kirk is Kirk, and yeah. uh, Spock is Spock, and, you know, every, everyone is sort of in the spirit of those characters. It's just been modernized. Okay. And, and I've, lo- I've always loved Star Trek, so I really have no issue with this film at all i really Sweet. really so you're, you're you go back with the series the original television series yeah yeah i, okay. I mean that well maybe it's more i've watched the i grew up watching the original films okay not so much the the original series and then i was a huge fan of the next generation the yeah series. me too yeah i love i had a you know star trek lunchbox and all that so i awesome. love that stuff and you know when when they first i'll be honest when they first announced this whole thing back in 2008 or whenever they announced the cast and the first trailer came out i was like what is this like the cw yeah, version of star yeah. trek like i definitely got a, a vibe i didn't like you know chris Pine's very pretty so yeah and, and <laughs> it, it just i don't know i was i was definitely worried um but yeah those went away it was i thought the first star trek was a fun movie um i i'm not quite as versed like we were talking a little bit before yeah. the, the started recording um i've seen most of the movies um never really uh, episodes here and there the original series um so i don't have a really strong sense of the 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 characters but um i I thought it was a the first one the reboot was a really really good action summer movie um i don't like i said don't have a strong sense of the characters, so i don't know how true they are to the spirit of the the original characters but i thought it worked yeah i mean they're they're definitely more actiony yeah, um, and that's definitely different. Okay, yeah, that's the, kind of what I thought. The, the kind of running commentary is that Star Trek is the philosophical right. kind of adventure show, and Star Wars is more the action mythology kind of adventure show. And I don't know that I got much philosophy or philosophizing in the reboot. A little bit because, well, at least in this in this one, the second one, and the second one, I, I mean, it's subtle. It's there though, like because there's there's a lot of themes at work in the film. Like there's a lot of like, you know, how these different people deal with death, and okay. you know, like father figures, and I mean, death is a huge, huge theme in the film, and I, and that stood out to me. Like I mean, from start to finish, there's there's an undertone of these characters dealing with things like that. And and I don't, I'm trying not to, I'm not going to give anything away, but without giving anything away there, there's a lot of that. Okay. Work. And, and I, I, that's part spoke to me a lot. I thought that was really cool. And you know, I said this in my review, it's rare when a film makes me feel like I did when I would see some of these types of movies when I was a kid, like these summer big temp hole, you know, movies, yeah. I, I would get excited before going in at the whole time. I'd, like grin ear to ear you know cool. and that doesn't really happen very often but it definitely happened with this movie i was i felt that sense of wonderment excitement like all of these feelings that just called back to when i was a kid so that's probably why i really really liked it. yeah cool excellent um and then like imax like 3d i don't really care that much about right like it doesn't i mean it looked good but again not really that important to me but the imax experience like that stuff is awesome mm-hmm and I saw it in true, you know, however many stories in IMAX yeah, yeah. theater, yep. like we yep. saw it in the real IMAX, and that was always a treat. So yeah, it's a fantastic screen. So <laughs> I can only imagine what it, Star Trek would look like. Do you like the second one better than the first one? I think. I mean, my gut reaction when I left was that I liked it more than really? the first one. Okay, yeah. cool. Because it, it felt like a more complete adventure. You know, the the first one sort of introduced everyone. You know, created a little bit of conflict between these new characters that were just meeting each other, and then they went off on this like the adventure of that movie is really the last 
you know, last right. quarter of the movie. Right. And this one, the adventure, it opened with a crazy adventure and it ended, you know, with like where that took you. It was awesome. I, cool. And it just felt like a, a more complete movie. And it looks like the uh, the villain is a little more defined and upfront in this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, Eric Bana, who played the Romulan villain in the first one, right? He was good, but this this villain is definitely a, a lot more. Sin- I mean, they're both sinister. The other guy's destroyed a planet, but yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, Eric Bana's character sort of was in the background, kind right? Of right. He wasn't the focus. Right. There, there was definitely some like rivalry here, and you weren't really sure who who he was, and not giving anything away. Like, you, there's just a lot to him that you get cool you know, throughout and and there's some twists that i'm like and i i'm a i'll hand it to them i mean i thought there was stuff that they gave away in the trailers that they didn't that they oh, were really they were, it was total misdirection excellent like there, there's a lot in that trailer and even on the posters like you see things you know in all the advertising you're like wait why are they telling me that that happens yeah. and like this little lines and stuff but i mean it was total misdirection there's some stuff that comes to fruition that's you know, not what you would have thought. Really? It would go, yeah, and I oh, like interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I do too, because it's kind of one of the big qualms of trailers these days is, you know, everyone complains that it gives everything away. So yeah. what's the point of seeing the movie? Exactly. And I almost, like, I wasn't going to watch the third trailer, and I resisted for like three days, and then I and then I ended up watching it. I was like, why did I just watch that? Because it just, I just showed me stuff that I didn't want to see. Right. That, but I was happy to be surprised that everything that I thought it was going to be, you know, it, it was completely different. So. Excellent. Good. Yeah. So it was kind of the complete package. Yeah, totally. It was a it was a great summer movie. Excellent. That's what we're looking for. So it started off with two good movies. <laughs> uh, Iron Man three was great. And right. And Star now, Trek Into Darkness sounds and, like it's a good movie. And now you got Fast Six this weekend. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Justin's like, I said good movie. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm not. I'm alone in this one. It seems to be the. It seems to have the Teflon on it. You know, it's kind of everyone loves it despite it right right <laughs> yeah i don't know we'll see. i've heard some good stuff about it yeah in, well, it's already. getting some decent reviews so yeah, so we'll see but um yeah i just you know there this brings back like we, we've talked about indiana jones 4 yes you know in the past and i feel like spielberg sort of set the standard for this is what a summer movie is you know this is what an event movie is way back when right you know? and i feel like it's not maybe it's not his fault. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know the process that they go through to make these movies, and maybe he wants to do it a certain way, and he's just you know it's too big. You can't. Um, but I feel like the, especially with four, and people are like, "Well, oh, you're just you're just too old. You were a kid when Last Crusade came out, and you loved it." But there was something missing in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like abrams is finally getting like he tried with super eight like he tried to do it and i liked super eight a lot but it felt like a, a you know a tv movie version yeah. of a spielberg movie it yep. was good but it just what that was also missing something but i felt like with this with star trek into darkness like he really he gets it now okay so, interesting yeah that's my kind of points to some of my criticisms of jj abrams so maybe star trek into darkness will be the the turning point for me yeah yeah i mean he because he, he's trying, he's trying really hard. You know, the guy wants the, that's what he wants to be the next Spielberg. You know? Yeah, oh yeah, in, in, in very a lot clearly. In <laughs> just the, his choices that he makes and his style of filmmaking, and you know, especially the father figure stuff. Like that's a that's one of Spielberg's big themes. Right. Like there's always a crappy father figure in almost all his movies. And, yeah, you know, he did that with Super Eight, and there's a little bit of that in this, and you know, Kirk's got daddy issues. Yep. Um, but I don't know. He he's, he's getting it and he then to go back to what i was saying earlier how it made me feel 
like I did when I was younger. Like this movie made me feel like I was seeing a spiel, like I was seeing. I'm not saying it's like Jurassic Park or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not gonna draw that, <laughs> but it's along those lines. Like I had, I felt the same emotions when I saw. But like, I don't want this movie to ever end. Right. Know? That's a good feeling. That is a good feeling. It's, it's, it's increasingly rare. So yeah, I can't remember the last movie that made me feel that way. Yeah. Well, I know it was The Dark Knight. Oh. Mm, yeah. 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 I remember sitting there two and a half hours into it, and I didn't want it to end. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Because I, I, when I like halfway through when I sit back and you know you realize I don't I don't want this to be over I want this to last forever yeah, and not, like yeah. I almost don't want to know where this goes because <laughs> then it's not special like I'm never going to get this ex- experience that I'm feeling now like, I don't know where this is going yep. like that feeling it's what? that first high yeah oh it's so good and then like I'm going to see Star Trek again but there's no way it's going to be as right. good as the you know what's coming so yeah yeah well, I can only be deluded yeah, yeah. so yeah what, what are your other do you have other concerns about JJ well, yeah. So I think my overall impression, I I don't dislike the guy. I know there's a lot of people out there who are very kind of against J.J. Abrams. He's kind of a one-trick pony and, you know, lens flare, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm not that aggressively against him. I, I enjoy the movies while I'm watching them. You know, I enjoy Mission Impossible 3. Yeah. I can't tell you anything about it at this point. I don't remember it enough. I think that's kind of what my criticism of his is. Is He's got a very... In the moment, it's great, and then you walk away, and it's like I don't really nothing stuck. Yeah, you know, um, it's super eight. He, he does. He's really good at mimicry. That's it's kind of how I yeah. view his. You know, Super Eight was a, it was a mimicry of a Spielberg movie. Yeah, you know, I, and part of that was probably because he came out and said that. Right, you know, right. he flat out said, "I'm trying to make a Spielberg movie." <laughs> trying um, to make a, yeah, the Amblin movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. and, and he got the tone of it, but I don't think he caught the spirit of it. That lightning in a bottle that no, Spielberg right. um, Spielberg has and I, I just you know, I feel the same way about Star Trek you know I feel like it's a great it's a fun action movie but I didn't get the sense of the characters you right, know it didn't, right. it didn't feel like um, he understood and was kind of giving me Kirk yeah. you know I felt like I got the cool guy you know right, I, right. You know, cool I don't archetype. yeah exactly I didn't get that he was a captain you know he just kind of lucked into it you know the whole Kobayashi Maru yeah yeah uh, you know it was it, it, that was what made Kirk Kirk you know he's the one guy who defeated the impossible puzzle right um, and when they showed it it was more of like here's the cool guy kind of skirting the system eating an apple kind of being <laughs> the cool guy in the chair you yeah, know it didn't yeah. feel like a very captain moment right. and I, I I think my biggest criticism of him is it's if he creates the shell well but I, I haven't got the soul of it yet yeah um and you know he has come out and said he wasn't a Star Trek fan, so right, maybe right. maybe that's part of the reason too. But then again, you know why are you doing it? Besides, <laughs> pretty solid payday. Yeah, oh <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's a but the movies look great. You know he knows how to create a movie, and it's gorgeous to look at. Well, because I, you know, in this day and age, actually, you know what I saw that I, I this is totally unrelated, uh, but kind of, I'll connect it. Okay. Um, I saw the Evil Dead remake, and I've never seen... Well, okay. I've seen the original a long time ago. I right. don't really remember it. Um, but I don't know if you read anything about this remake, but it, it was all practical, practical effects. effects. Yeah, 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 and they did an awesome job. I heard. I, I do want to see it. Yeah. Right? It, I mean, you might have more of a problem with it than I did, because you're... I know I'm you're, a fan yeah, of Yeah, you're a fan of yeah. that. Um, and I've never really been that big into that stuff, but I, I mean, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, but I feel like in this day and age... CG like people do like you can do a really bad job on right. some of that stuff yep. and um, like for example Cowboys and Aliens a movie I was very excited for and I didn't really like I mean it was okay but yeah. I didn't really like 
there's a scene where Daniel Craig jumps on like this flying thing. Did you see it? I did not. I okay. had no interest in that whatsoever. So there's a scene where he jumps on this thing and he's flying through the air and it looks horrible. Okay. Like it's ter- and I'm sure it costs millions of dollars and I'm sorry to the P if you're the person who's lit- made it is listening. I apologize. <laughs> it, it, it didn't look good. Okay. In my opinion. Um, I forgot I was watching a movie, like a CG filled movie with Star Trek. And when you can forget right. that and you're that into the world... That's a good job. That is a good job. And I felt that. Like, I mean, obviously, there's half that movie. I mean, pretty much probably three quarters of Star Trek were was CG animated. But I, I wasn't really focused on that. I was okay. focused on, like, the thrill, the excitement, yeah. the action, like, all the things that yep. were going on. I was more interested in that. And nothing, if there were imperfections, it didn't stand out to me. So that's a good, that's that, a good Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the one big concern that I have for Abrams going forward... Like, how is he going to differentiate Star Wars from what he's done on Star and that's Trek? That's really... So, I'm a Star Wars guy. Like, I, I... There seems to be a trend right now of really fetishizing Star Wars. I don't, I don't quite get it. I, I think they're great movies. The original trilogy is just phenomenal. Despite George Lucas. I think the original trilogy is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Irving Kirshner just, you know, blew the doors wide open as to what this, what this originally was and what it became. You know, Empire Strikes Back was just, it changed, it was a game changer. Right. Came, came, turned away from the soap to this huge mythology, you know. Um, and I'm concerned that we're going to lose that. I'm almost thinking that we're just going to get a, Star Trek has been a training ground to do a Star Wars movie, you know. Right. If you think about yeah, some it, people it's, like, it's oh, kind of similar. His, it's his audition tape to do right. Star Wars. Right, right. And there are a lot of similarities. Between, like, I don't know if you ever saw that College Humor, I think, did it, or one of those websites did it, where... They cut together the plot of of A New Hope and the plot of the Star Trek reboot. Oh, really? And no. it's, it's there's a lot of similarities there. You can draw a lot of parallels between like, um, they're you know they didn't have their father and yeah, yeah. They met an old guy that helped them you know write their life and yeah, blah, 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 you know and then yep. at the very end he saves the day and you know I, it was pretty funny right. and and there was some truth to it. There yep. like that's the closest you know to Star Wars. Star Trek has ever gone for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, what's he gonna? Do? Are some of these same actors? Because he likes to work with similar people. Like, are they gonna show up in right. Star Wars? You know, that worries me. Yep. Um, and I know I, feel, in my opinion, I've been. And someone pointed this out, and I hadn't really thought about it before. Mm-hmm. But like, because sci- science fiction fantasy is always like that's a genre, right? And I feel like Star Wars is more fantasy yes. and religion and all that stuff and. Star Trek is more science. Sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so, you know, so there's that, but how, like, I don't know. He's really going to have to try hard. Like, yeah. And it, I don't, you know, depending on who he has right for him too. I mean, it's the, um, oh my God, I actually knew this. Hold on. Oh, I didn't realize it was out there. Already. Yeah, no, he's out there. Um, writing. Or... So it's not his usual suspects of like Kurtzman and Orson. No, or... no, it's not those guys. It's the guy who wrote, uh, it's actually someone really random. Uh, not ra- I mean, he's not random. I think he wrote. Uh... Oh my god! I don't want to screw myself and say something random. Is <laughs> it Shane Black? Is that the it's movie you were thinking Black. of That's earlier? The movie I was thinking of. <laughs> mm, Michael Art. Okay. Who's he wrote he? Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, he wrote Oblivion. I didn't know that. 
and Toy Story 3. Okay. All right. Well, that's got some heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, he, but he's not what you would think of. Right. Like, you know, like yeah. when someone writing this type of movie, like you wouldn't think of him, but. Interesting. So, I mean, there's potential, you know, I, but I'm concerned. I'm definitely concerned. I, Lucas was, did went a long way with the, the prequels to kind of tarnish the, the legacy of what the movies were and then going and kind of playing with the original trilogy to make a fit yeah, into like, that. Is, is this new movie, like, because they're supposedly saying Carrie Fisher's going to come back. Right, you know, Mark Hamill. Is it just going to be like winks at the fan base? Like, right. what's it going to yeah, be, yeah, you yeah. know? Just enough to kind of drag us along. You know, I, I don't know. I, I personally would almost have preferred to just let the series be done. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of money to be made and yeah. when he sold well, when he sold to Disney. Disney's doing cra- I mean, there's gonna be a Star Wars movie a year, like the Avengers right. stuff. which that's them now too. Yep. They're they own Marvel. Right. Did you you saw uh Patton Oswalt's yes. thing? That was yes. amazing. Yeah, if you have Parks and Rec. It, yeah. If you have not seen this, Patton Oswalt pitches uh the next Star Wars movie in Parks and Rec and they like the full thing wasn't in the show, but right. they put the full thing online. It's the funniest it's thing. It's like ever. a nine minute filibuster. That's <laughs> yeah, just that's amazing. Really filibuster, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was so good. But I could see that happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that concerns me too. <laughs> I don't, but I I do I have a lot of faith in Abrams. I'm a, like, and I think he he also does a really good job of bringing people with really good pedigree, you know, into his stable of things that his hand is on, like his company yeah. Bad Robot. Like all I like all the Bad Robot TV shows, like Fringe. I really liked, you know, that was kind of iffy, but I stuck with it. Okay. I really like that. Um, and then Revolution has been okay, but I've been sticking with that too. Yeah. Um, but I thought, like he, I don't know if it was him that picked Brad Bird for Ghost Protocol, but he produced Ghost Protocol, yes. and that movie was awesome. I, yeah, I, although I give all the credit to Brad Bird on that oh, one. Definitely. But, but to your point, you yeah, know, he like brings the right people along. Right. So I, I have faith that you know he he has enough sway where if Disney's like you have to put Captain America in this Star Wars movie, or, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't say that. But yeah. if they were, he'd be able to say no, we're not doing that. Sorry, okay. you know, like I, I that's. I have faith. Let's right. hope. Let's I, hope. I, I I hope. I mean, now that this is happening, I'm obviously going to see it. Um, but I don't know. He's he's going to have to prove it to. I'm not walking in. I'm walking in with my arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. gonna yeah. yeah. I, I mean, convince me. It's crazy though. Like the whole there's going to be TV shows, Star Wars TV yeah, shows. There's going to be like it's cra- it's nuts. Yep. It's it's absolutely nuts. And they, I mean, they brought. I guess they gave all the video game rights to EA. Yes. And, and that's going to, I mean, there's going to be freaking Star Wars, Facebook games, yep. you name it. Like it's, but it's always been, you yeah, know, it's I'm, always been a merchandise. Yeah. But it's going to be great. Merchandise yeah. and merchandise. Spaceballs reference. <laughs> um, so before we move into, before I ask you what you've been watching, I got a second trivia question for some red box codes. Um, what animals were the Star Trek crew trying to save in Episode Four, The Voyage Home? Um, let me know what animal. Yeah, that's an animal, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they are animals. Yeah. I, mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to do a plant. They're mammals. <laughs> they're mammals. Yeah, oh, they're mammals. Right. There you go. It, this is an easy question. But uh, Redbox giveaway at LonelyReviewer.com. Um, so what have you been watching? Uh, Killing Them Softly, that Andrew Dominic movie with uh, what, Brad Pitt. Yeah, what did you think of that? I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, I thought for a movie about a gangster enforcer, 
that didn't really have a lot of enforcing going on. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought the hour and 40 minutes went by really, really fast. I was very compelled with it. I thought it was a little heavy-handed with the whole parallels between that was, you know, the 2008. That was my biggest problem. Yeah, the, the economic meltdown as it relates to, you know, this kind of small-town crime syndicate. Um you know, with Obama's constantly in the background on billboards, giving speeches, and then that final speech by Brad Pitt being like, the American dream is yeah. whatever. Um, that that was a bit heavy-handed, um, but I mean, I was not bored at all during that movie, so. My, I, I didn't like that You movie. didn't like it? No, and I, I don't know, because I was just talking to Sam, one of our other writers on the interview about it, um, today actually and I was saying because he, he was telling me I hope I liked it better than the watch that he texted me because he was going on a trip uh, and uh, I said I hated you know I, I'm, I hate strong I probably didn't hate it I was yeah. that up, but I didn't really like it and for because I went into it thinking well if it's bad it's only an hour and a half but, and I felt like an hour and a half to me yeah and may, like if it's ever on I might give it another because you, you're saying you liked it Sam's saying he liked it so maybe I was just not in the mood for it but, uh-huh. but the like when I there's a couple things I didn't buy. I didn't buy that that character would be listening to because he's listening to like NPR half the time when he's waiting <laughs> for people in the car. And I'm like, I'm sorry, criminals like that. Like then he's not. He doesn't have the NPR economic update on every single day. Like once, okay, maybe if it's on a, like a TV screen in the background, but. I mean, he's sitting in his car waiting for people like listening. It just didn't. I'm like, I don't get. Didn't Jeff? Yeah, because you know. The book that it was based on is the sa- the same writer that wrote um, Friends of Eddie Coyle. Like he's oh, a, okay. he's a Boston thing, and I don't yeah. know if you caught in the Boston the Somerville. Yeah. It was supposed to. It's a Boston movie, right? You know, right. but yep. they filmed it in New Orleans, right? And I mean, I, I don't get it. Like, it's it was a Boston book, and I get filming it somewhere else, but they didn't try to make it look like Boston or anything. And no. then he tried to make it like post Katrina New Orleans, right? And he tied all this economic stuff into it, and I was just like. I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't. I appreciate what you're trying to do here, and that's cool. But I don't know. It, it didn't just work did, for you. It did not work for me. Yeah. And then, um, what was the other thing I was thinking? Uh, I don't. And there's the um, James Gandolfini's in it. Yep. And he was great. Like yeah. the scene was awesome. But I felt like I was missing the rest of his stuff. You know, like yeah. that. It felt like there was something missing from the yeah. movie. Yeah, I could see that. And I know that that was one of those like. Harvey Weinstein coming in with, uh, you know, scissors. And I, cause that's what I heard. Like, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. If you read a little more about it, like oh, that, interesting. the movie, I think the original cut was like three hours. Wow. So there's obviously crucial stuff in there that's not in there. And that's all like, that's all I felt like. I'm like, I'm missing something here. Yeah. And there's some cool stuff in it. And I really like the, um, like the, the tension when they rob yep. the, the bookie or not the yep. bookie, the, the, the poker game, game. Yeah, yeah. The poker game, like all, there's stuff in there that's really cool that I liked a lot, but then it was just pulled down for me yeah. by the metaphors. And... It was definitely heavy-handed, but like I said, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wouldn't put it above. I mean, I absolutely love, love, love the assassination of Jesse James oh, I by love the coward movie. of Robert yeah. Ford. I mean, that is one of the best westerns to come out in. Well, one of the few westerns to come out in a very long time, but it's it's high up there. I mean, I would easily put that with the. You know, the good, bad, and the uglies. Um, 
I'm I'm looking at my review for because I I think I I my oh. review had a funny end. <laughs> or hang on. Oh no. I have to watch Vachi enjoy himself. No, I wanted. <laughs> I, I, no, I guess I did. I wanted to write killing them softly, more like killing the audience softly. Is oh uh, no. I'm just <laughs> I thought I might have put that in there, but I didn't. Never mind. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. Maybe I mean I'll get if it's on HBO or something. I'll I'll try to watch it. Again. It's worth it. Because, I mean, there's certain movies that I see, you know, and I don't like, and then I'll see it again later. Like, Casino, I love. It's one of my favorite movies now. The first time I saw it, I didn't really like it. Yeah. You know, I liked, I loved Goodfellas. Casino, I'm like, I don't really get it. And then I saw it years later, and I loved it. And now, whenever it's yeah. on, I can never not watch it. So. Cool. Um, what about you? What are you watching? Uh, I'm going to watch Arrested Development this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> March, or May 26th. Yeah, May 26th, this weekend, Sunday, right? Yeah, yep. Sunday. Yeah, I, like, I was excited, and I have not been impressed by the trailers and the clips that have been online. I'm like, mm, I'm feeling that whole, like, uh, we're trying to recreate something really yeah. special, yep. and it's not special anymore Okay, vibe. And maybe I'm, like, I'm hoping that it's just really poorly edited trailers. Because that one, there's this one trailer, the one big yep. one that went out a couple weeks ago. I, I laughed at like one or two parts. Yeah, there's a couple things I laughed at. Yeah. But, but I mean it's it's all so context heavy that it is, yeah. You can't you can't create a trailer for it. But I'm glad that now my ex like because my expectations were really high. Now my expectations are to be disappointed. Okay. So hopefully you're somewhere in the middle then. Yeah, hopefully I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I mean it's it's a, much like Star Trek, you know, part, or Star Wars. One of the things I was hoping was that maybe it would just kind of be done. This is the thing that we had. We all love it. It's kind of perfect to us. Even season three, which a lot of people are kind of on the fence about, but I I enjoyed knowing the backstory behind it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of hoping, you know, eh, I'm not sure I want to do this. I don't know if you can get lightning in a bottle again, but yeah. uh, now that it's happening, I'm all in. You know, it's funny because season three, I didn't like when it aired. You know, at the time, I mean, it was okay. I, I definitely didn't like it as much as season two. But when I, I rewatched it two years ago, I showed my girlfriend it, and you know, I liked, it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, because I, I prepared her too. I'm like, season three is not as good. But then I'm like, no, this is this yeah, is fine. I, yeah. I thought it was still great. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of in jokes and references to them. You know, the series being canceled and them cutting back episodes and lots of digs at Fox and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, if great. you if you know that, it's it just adds to the humor. If you don't, it's still funny stuff. So I am I'm because we talked about this on a few podcasts ago about the releasing all at once thing. We talked about House of Cards. Yep. I still think that's bad. Yeah. In fact, I think Mitch Hurwitz came out a day or two ago saying don't binge watch it. Yeah. Because because I was I was uh, arguing with my friend Greg about it. Like, you know, I feel like if something is released week to week, you know, that conversation carries through 13 weeks or however many it is. And now it's like. There's going to be this one group of people that watch it all at once, and then they'll talk about it all week long, right. and then they'll stop talking about yep. it. Because maybe House of Cards isn't as big or whatever as good as the rest of them, but a week out, no one's talking yeah, no, no no, about it. Yeah, no, there's been no reference to it whatsoever. Yeah. Like, the conversation on that's over. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be curious. I mean, you know, Arrested Development definitely has more of a cult following to it. Yeah. This is kind of a thing. So maybe it'll last longer. I don't know. But I, I th- am hard-pressed to think that no one's going to kind of meet this meter this out you know, over time oh there's no like once I think I, Sunday the internet's just gonna be at a crawl yeah Netflix is gonna <laughs> no I mean I'll I'll probably watch you know three or four episodes of one I definitely will I mean if, yeah, they're, yeah. if they're 20 minutes long or 30 minutes long yeah, yeah. I'll blast through those yeah you know, this weekend the whole season's about seven and a half hours so yeah, yeah no people people are gonna finish that but 
And like, there's just this whole thing when whenever like, people look forward to it, people talk about what yeah. do you think's gonna happen, and then all these blog posts go up about you know what do you think of last night's episode? This is a, like you know it's yep. not like a lost type show, but still people. Talk oh no, about yeah, it. And, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. So I'm a little disappointed that they didn't try to change it up. But hey, we'll see. Well, it's Netflix. I mean, yeah. that's that's their model. So we knew right. this going in. Right, right. All right. Well, we've reached an end of another great episode. Yeah. So if you've missed our uh, questions, um, rewind. Rewind. Listen to us again. Please. <laughs> uh, definitely rate us on iTunes if you like the episode. Um, and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash lonely reviewer. I've got that now. I nailed it. Good that. for you. Uh, and then twitter.com slash lonely reviewer. And of course, www.lonelyreviewer.com. And you can follow me, Vache, at Vache A on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at, at on another underscore glass, uh, which is tied to my beer blog. Uh, another, I don't remember. Another empty glass yeah. Something like that. There are dashes in there. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I haven't been updating it, so I don't know that I would necessarily recommend that you go you check know, it out. You go back and check out the archives. You can archives. go check out the archives if I could remember what it is, but I can't. So Watermelon, uh, brew, brew free or die watermelon. Yeah, exactly. That was, I, you yeah. reviewed that one. I did, yep. Yeah. Yep. 21st Amendment. Yeah. I don't remember what it is, so you just look up another empty glass. The, the, the link is in the article. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I'm still pimping it if you're not. I, I'll be back at it. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm taking a break. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. All right. See you guys later.